Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Election Day, at least in Pennsylvania, Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, and I have a great show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. All information is for informational and entertainment purposes only. I was going to title today's show that we can't vote our way out of this, but I'm going to title it Prepare to Survive, Prepare Your Heart, and Prepare to Fight. I went to the polling station this morning to cast my votes um, for all of the right reasons and the social reasons and oh to have supposedly some small influence on a local election we'll see how things go tonight uh, there's a, a situation I'm going to leave it to, like to the who knows how the vote's going to go tonight. I mean, something going on, it's just crazy. And I had a discussion about it with someone who wanted to be a township supervisor. Because she told me, in this one area, there's two people running, and one person has goofed things up so bad it's ridiculous. And she said, I really like this guy, like the guy who goofed all this stuff up. And I'm like, you know, I, I gave her all the reasons why the other guy should be the guy to, to run things because he, he he hasn't goofed things up and actually works in the, <laughs> has a lifetime of work, you know, in the area of which he will, you know, be the subject expert. The other guy did, does not. <clears throat> um. And I just thought, you know, I don't think as many people know what I know, and I'm, I'm not holding myself up. The only reason I know is because I talked to who I consider the good candidate uh, at length uh, when I had a chance to meet him. And that's how I know what's going on. And I was able to confirm some, some things third party. Um But, you know, no matter what office or situation, um, you're always going to have enemies. There's always going to be problems. And there aren't, there are really hardly any situations that you can really vote your way out of. And why am I mentioning this on a, uh, a disability podcast? Because people think if we can just get the right attention 
um, you know, we'll get more help for us, like the, the, the disabled folks, which they deserve. And sometimes, yes, the political things happen that supposedly help people. But really, it's a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the heart. And it's really, you know, and even, you know, you look at like incredible things that happened, like the, the Civil Rights Act in 1964 and all the things that Dr. King did. It wasn't <clears throat> the political action. It was the actions on those who had been wronged and who took action to right them. So it's not going to be a vote. <clears throat> You're not going to be able to walk in, pull a lever, and really change your life. It's going to come down to you. I had somebody else say uh, while I was there, if, you know, the, somebody who's conservative and didn't like the, you know, a whole lot of other stuff that's going on, he said, you know, if Trump was here, we wouldn't have these problems. And it's like, you know, the people uh, who created the problems were here before Trump. They're, the people were here creating problems during Trump, and they're people creating problems after Trump. So, you know, again, for those who are affected and, you know, pick a circumstance, it only things get better. A, prayer to God, and B, your own actions to ameliorate whatever is plaguing you. Uh you know, number two on the big picture thing, like all the money people, <laughs> they're appointed. And even though like a, a candidate after they win, like a president rent wins and he can, you know, uh, pick a few people. <clears throat> uh, to be confirmed, etc. Um, it's not really picked by, you know, that person like. All of the people is like at the FRB, the Federal Reserve Bank, and, you know, other important positions regarding the money. You know, it's, you know, who, who picks them? The bankers. You know who owns the Federal Reserve? Banks. Do you know that the banks who own the Federal Reserve? And it could be some other people at this point because things have changed again because people died and so forth since the origination of the Fed in 1913. Uh, They get paid 6% a year, like a 6% dividend. I mean, on the, all that money that's printed <laughs> and everything else, it's ridiculous. But that's how it is. People don't know that. And they think that, you know, they can vote their way out. And they and no. <laughs> People are, you know, in the money business are cronies. You know, it's that simple. Cronies. They scratch each other back, each other's back, you know. And so we have all these money problems now because of a system that now is at end stage. We have end stage fiat inflation. What's fiat? It's Latin. It means by decree. And uh, that's how money comes into existence. People don't know that the... Uh, the, the Treasury issues bonds out of thin air, and the Fed writes a, a check on an account that has no money. That's how it got started. 
if you don't believe me, please go to YouTube and go to um, Mike Maloney's The Hidden Secrets of Money and watch the first seven episodes and learn about it. The enemies, you know, number three, the enemies of our country and of our very souls are here, were here, and always will be here as long as, you know, we're here. Whether that's the devil, and that's the most important, or, you know, the people who are following the devil. Do you know how many people follow the devil? A lot. You know, and if you're into witchcraft, you think you're you're mess just playing around with it because you have pink hair and you're like Harry Potter. You're serving the devil. You are serving the devil. So the enemies of our country and of our soul are here and always will be here. And you're not going to cast a vote to get rid of them. It's going to take spiritual warfare. And it might take real warfare. So, in the end, what can we do if we can't vote our way out of this? What can we do? Number one, when I say, you know, that we're in end stage fiat inflation, uh, you know, if you want to know what that really is, and I've said it before, you need to listen to or read the book, and you can find a free PDF online of When Money Dies by Ferguson. When Money Dies by Ferguson. And it details how money died in the Weimar Republic in Germany after World War I. And the hyperinflation that ensued. It didn't happen all at once, but when it did, it went parabolic. That is potentially what we're looking at because the money printing, the money printing is accelerating. There was like three weeks recently where they printed half a trillion dollars. I mean, all of the money in existence of the Republic of the United States, you know, it totals 33. Uh, you know, the debt anyway, 33 trillion. And they printed a half a trillion like that. You know, like it was nothing. And we don't even know the extent of the printing right now. We don't. And you know what? I put up a story about Japan dumping $900 billion in treasuries. And uh, I, I thought I had done the wrong thing, really. I put that up about three weeks ago. Um, Asian Quick Take had that up. And I put that up there, and I thought nobody really corroborated that. And I thought, man, I did the wrong thing. Well, it's it's on in the news now. It's in the news now, folks. The 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 inflation. Who's going to buy our bonds? If nobody buys our bonds, no one is going to finance the the debt of the United States, which is how it's been. China used to finance it. Japan used to finance it. Europe used to finance it. India used to finance it. And now they're all getting rid of bonds. Even if they're not selling, they're not renewing bonds. But they are selling 
They are selling. Folks, this is a catastrophe rolling right up to your front door because you won't be able to afford food. You won't. The money that you make will, will be a pittance compared to what you owe, compared to the, the interest that you owe. My goodness. My goodness. I mean, it, it, it perplexes me when I think about it. It, 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 it. it frightens me, really. I mean, I'm not really frightened because I'm trusting the Lord, but people are going to lose it. Gerald Salente, you know, trends forecaster, says when people lose everything, they lose it. <clears throat> you need to have food. So we need to, we, he said, what can we do? We need to prepare to survive. We need, you need to prepare your heart and you need to prepare for a fight. Prepare to survive by having food. How much food do you need? We've gone over this over and over. If you're new, a listener, Bear Independent quotes, uh, you know, on YouTube, that's his TJ Morris, Bear, Bear Independent, you know, quotes from the military studies that it keeps or it takes 750 pounds of food to keep a fighting man in the field for one year. So, do you want to operate from that? If you're 30 years old, you might want to operate from that. Now, if you're twice that like I am, then uh, you might not need that much, but you might need 600 pounds. That means, you know, even to survive three months, you better have 150 pounds of food. You know, and that's going to be accomplished mostly with things like rice, beans, potatoes, you know, spices, and you, you can go on from there. Uh you should have things like pickles and sauerkraut and kimchi if you're, you know, let's say, you know, South Korean. To have something fermented to help you with your gut health and digestion. Think about those things. So you need to have food. You need to have water, a way to filter, purify it, and collect it like a rain barrel. Do you have those things? Do you have a water filter? Uh, shelter. Hopefully you have shelter. Uh, energy, which, you know, if Russia, you know, the, the Houthis in Yemen fired a rocket into space to, that was intended to come down on top of Israel. Israel has a system that stopped that the other day. I did a story on that yesterday, actually. Uh, but if someone, and they, you know, the the enemies of Israel are the same enemies of the United States. They blame the United States for everything that's going on in the Middle East. And I'm not saying that they're, they're wrong about that. I'm not, you know, they shouldn't be doing what they're doing as far as, you know, like that attack on October 7th in Israel. That's ridiculous. Um, but... United States is also messing with messing with Russia. Russia has superior missile delivery through hypersonic missiles. And if they can drop at which they I in my humble opinion I think they can, but uh you know, take that for what it's worth, that they can drop a nuke over the middle of the United States 100 miles up, it will create even if it's a small one, create an EMP an electromagnetic pulse that will knock out all the electronics. All modern electronics will get knocked out. 
And, you know, they have done studies. If that happens, 90% of the population will be dead within one year. Probably 50% within a month or two. Uh, so you need to have energy, especially if you're a caregiver, you know, and you ha- you're making sure that, you know, someone gets oxygen, someone has a CPAP machine, someone runs a suction machine. Uh, and you can do that with a solar generator. You could spend or invest, you know, buy it on loan, five to seven, eight hundred dollars to get something that can do things for you. You know, also to run your a refrigerator, for instance, and, and maybe a freezer. If you spend that kind of money, you should be able to run a refrigerator and you get the new technology. In my humble opinion, I'm not making a recommendation for anybody. Again, consult a professional like in, you know, energy, in solar energy. But you should be able to run a fairly modern refrigerator with that and at least one freezer. And to, to run, and when I say run, I mean, yeah, you can run them and run the battery out, but you can run, those, run each of those for an hour and probably at least a day or two, maybe more. Uh, depending upon your investment. And of course, you have to have the solar panels. It's better if you have a little more capacity because if you have a, you know, one or two days in a row of no sun, you know, you still can keep your food from spoiling. That's so important. If there's an EMP, do you know how much food will spoil in the United States of America? Billions, billions. And you need to protection. That can mean a whole lot of things. And one big one is being where a whole lot of people aren't. So if you're in a, you know, highly densely populated area, like a big city, you might want to consider calling a country cousin and seeing if you can, you know, set things up. Cause you would have to preposition, uh, you know, stuff like food and water and water filtration and energy, etc., cetera, uh, and a room for you to have when you got there. You got to think about it. So you need to prepare to survive. Number two, you need to, and really, which is really number one on the chart, is prepare your heart. You need to know Jesus Christ. Now, I know some people, that's going to offend some people, but Jesus Christ is the creator. Jesus Christ is God. He came to this earth fully God, fully man, lived a perfect life that no human being could do, only him. Because he then became the perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God. And his and since his, you know, his death and his bloodshed was acceptable to the Father, is that his death atoned for the sins of mankind. And if you accept him as your Savior, you can be saved. And saved means is that it doesn't mean that you're going to escape trouble in this life. It means that when you're out of this life is that you will be with him. Again, you need to trust him as Lord and Savior, that Lord, that, that he, you know, he's on the throne and not you of your life, and that his, you believe that his death was sufficient to pay for your sins. And that you, after that living life, you have to obey his commands, you can't just live like the devil, um, because if you obey his commands, you're his friend. That's basically what he said. You, so you need to prepare your heart. 
because for this third thing is to is to then prepare for a fight because there is going to be spiritual warfare like we've never seen there's going to be physical warfare in the temporal world like we've never seen and of course you know parents will betray children children will betray parents etc there's going to be a fight if this is the end times that we're going into. I mean, look at all of the countries coming against Israel. It's the whole world outside of pretty much the United States, who a lot of people do not think is in Scripture, you know, in the end times. God is going to pre- preserve Israel. Doesn't mean that Israel won't take a big hit. Um, but, folks, we can't vote our way out of this. And the answers are, in my humble opinion, is to prepare to survive, prepare your heart, and prepare for a fight. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. You can do so by going to www.encouragingangels.org, clicking on the Donate tab, and give online with your card uh, by clicking on the Cornerstone link that's right there. Uh, or you can give by sending something directly to our P.O. box. And with the things that I've described today, don't forget, uh, if y- your country doesn't have it, does, let me be clear, Our country does not have a civil defense plan for you. They do have a FEMA camp uh, for you, and that may not be very pleasant. Uh, Please consider the resource that costs $100, and in my humble opinion, totally worth it. Civil Defense Manual at civildefensemanual.com, written by Jack Lawson. Well, this is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.